and welcome to today's program. This is Kennedy with Living on God's Word. Today we're going to be reading Mark chapter 10 from the Jesus Bible NIV edition. And then we'll review the key takeaways and we'll end our session with a short prayer. So let us get started. Mark 10, Divorce. Jesus then left that place and went into the region of Judea and across the Jordan. Again, crowds of people came to him, and as was his custom, he taught them. Some Pharisees came and tested him by asking, Is it lawful for a man to divorce his wife? What did Moses command you? He replied. They said, Moses permitted a man to write a certificate of divorce and send her away. It was because your hearts were hard that Moses wrote you this law, Jesus replied. But at the beginning of creation, God made them male and female. For this reason, a man will leave his father and mother and be united to his wife, and the two will become one flesh. So they are no longer two, but one flesh. Therefore, what God has joined together, let no one separate. When they were in the house again, the disciples asked Jesus about this. He answered, Anyone who divorces his wife and marries another woman commits adultery against her. And if she divorces her husband and marries another man, she commits adultery. The Little Children and Jesus People were bringing little children to Jesus for him to place his hands on them. But the disciples rebuked them. When Jesus saw this, he was indignant. He said to them, Let the little children come to me, and do not hinder them, for the kingdom of God belongs to such as these. Truly, I tell you, anyone who would not receive the kingdom of God like a little child would never enter it. And he took the children in his arms, placed his hands on them, and blessed them. The rich in the kingdom of God. As Jesus started on his way, a man ran up to him and fell on his knees before him. Good teacher, he asked, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Why do you call me good, Jesus answered. No one is good, except God alone. You know the commandments. You should not murder. You should not commit adultery. You should not steal. You should not give false testimony. You should not defraud. Honor your father and mother. Teacher, he declared, all these I have kept since I was a boy. Jesus looked at him and loved him. One thing you lack, he said. Go sell everything you have and give to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come, follow me. At this the man's face fell. He went away sad because he had great wealth. Jesus looked around and said to his disciples, How hard it is for the rich to enter the kingdom of God. The disciples were amazed at his words, but Jesus said again, Children, how hard it is to enter the kingdom of God. It is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for someone who is rich to enter the kingdom of God. The disciples were even more amazed and said to each other, Who then can be saved? Jesus looked at them and said, With man this is impossible, but not with God. All things are possible with God. Then Peter spoke up, But we have left everything to follow you. Truly I tell you, Jesus replied, No one who has left home, or brothers or sisters, or mother or father, or children, or fields, for me and the gospel, will fail to receive a hundred times as much in this present age. Homes, brothers, sisters, mothers, children, and fields, along with persecutions, and in the age to come, eternal life. But many who are first will be last, and the last first. Jesus predicts his death a third time. 
They were on their way up to Jerusalem when Jesus leading the way, and the disciples were astonished, while those who followed were afraid. Again he took the twelve aside and told them what was going to happen to him. We're going up to Jerusalem, he said, and the Son of Man will be delivered over to the chief priest and the teachers of the law. They will condemn him to death and will hand him over to the Gentiles, who will mock him and spit on him, flog him and kill him. Three days later he will rise. Rest of James and John. Then James and John, the sons of Zebedee, came to him. Teacher, they said, we want you to do for us whatever we ask. What do you want me to do for you? he asked. They replied, Let one of us sit at your right and the other at your left in your glory. You don't know what you're asking, Jesus said. Do you drink the cup I drink or be baptized with the baptism I am baptized with? We can, they answered. Jesus said to them, You will drink the cup I drink and be baptized with the baptism I am baptized with. But to sit at my right or left is not for me to grant. These places belong to those for whom they have been prepared. When the ten heard about this, they became indignant with James and John. Jesus called them together and said, You know that those who are regarded as rulers of the Gentiles lord it over them, and their high officials exercise authority over them. Not so with you. Instead, whoever wants to become great among you must be your servant, and whoever wants to be first must be slave of all. For even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve, and to give his life as a ransom for many. Blind Bartimaeus receives his sight. Then they came to Jericho. As Jesus and his disciples, together with a large crowd, were leaving the city, a blind man, Bartimaeus, which means son of Timaeus, was sitting by the roadside begging. When he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to shout, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Many rebuked him and told him to be quiet, but he shouted all the more, Son of David, have mercy on me. Jesus stopped and said, Call him. So they called to the blind man, Cheer up, on your feet. He's calling you. Throwing his cloak aside, he jumped to his feet and came to Jesus. What do you want me to do for you? Jesus asked him. The blind man said, Rabbi, I want to see. Go, said Jesus. Your faith has healed you. Immediately he received his height and followed Jesus along the road. This is the end of Mark 10. Let us look at the key takeaways. First, we see the Pharisees again wanting to entrap Jesus and trying to force him to choose on his views of divorce. Whether it is lawful, as was the custom at that time, to divorce, or whether it was unlawful, as per the laws. Now, Jesus does not fall into the trap and answers that neither is the answer. He affirms that God's law was that marriage would be forever, since it was made in heaven. However, because of the hardness of people's heart, he allowed Moses to introduce the notion of divorce, which allowed it only under the case of adultery. The second takeaway, a wealthy man with good morals came up to Jesus and asked him what must he do to inherit eternal life. Jesus told him to give everything he owned to the poor and follow him. At this reply, the young man looked sad and turned away because he had much wealth and could not renounce to it. Jesus told his disciples that it would be easier for a camel to enter through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter into heaven. Jesus was explaining that you just can't buy salvation 
and that you should never put money ahead of God. The third takeaway, we see Jesus explaining to his disciples once again that he will be persecuted, he will be killed, and then rise on the third day. James and John, not really understanding this, uh, were asking him if they could sit at his left and at his right in heaven. Jesus told him that that was not for him to give, but instead he asked them was, were they willing to drink from the same cup and be baptized by the same baptism as he was. And they replied, yes. And Jesus affirmed that and said, yes, you will drink from the same cup and you will be baptized by the same baptism. The disciples, James and John, had no idea what they were um, saying yes to and what and the suffering that indeed they and the persecution that they would suffer. The fourth takeaway, we see Jesus explaining that the greatest in heaven is not the greatest on earth. That you have to be prepared to be a servant and to serve everyone. And that the last will be first and the first will be last. So in summary, the f we see the Pharisees continue in their attempt to entrap Jesus and force him to choose between um, whether divorce is lawful or not lawful. And in other words, uh, the law of Moses allowed divorce under only under adultery. But in those days, it was allowed under more than just adultery. It was common practice. So they really wanted Jesus to choose, and by choosing, then make enemies with the faction that did not agree with him. And Jesus said, I'm not going to choose between divorce being lawful only under adultery or not, or, or not lawful at all. Um, because that then would put him in enmity with the people of the time where divorce was allowed uh, under much more than just adultery. So instead he said, the laws of God is that divorce is eternal. It's something made in heaven, tied in heaven, between two people, and two people becoming one. And that's something that should be untied in earth. However, on earth, uh, because of the hardness of people's heart, uh, the law of Moses allowed it only under adultery. We also see Jesus explaining to his disciple that the end of his ministry is near and that he's about to go to the cross. His disciples refuse to understand this and instead they're jousting for position, uh, especially John's and James, trying to ask him to be at, at his right and at his left uh, in heaven. Jesus um, basically says this is not for me to give these places are for those who have been prepared but if you are to go into the kingdom of god you're you should be prepared to serve and those who are last here on earth will be first in the kingdom and those who are first here on earth will be last in the kingdom so let us go ahead now and end this session with a short prayer uh, jesus thank you for your eternal patience with our human condition Thank you for shepherding our hearts towards your kingdom. Help us never to put any material wealth or earthly thing ahead of you, Lord. Help us to know that what is most important, most valuable, is our relationship with you, Lord, and our standing as a servant in your kingdom. Us serving others is the most valuable thing that we can do. Lord, help us renounce to any material needs or material acumen that that we may aspire to and god um, give us strength to keep these in our hearts 
and to stay pure to your intentions for us. Lord, we pray this in the name of your beloved Son, Jesus. Amen. This concludes today's reading and interpretation of Mark chapter 10. We hope that you will join us again tomorrow. God bless you. This is Kennedy, your brother in Christ, always.